Okay, before we get back into this very important Rashba on the Adonese we're up to. So one of the questions sent in, again, about Sisra, which we didn't see be in yet, but she brought down the Gemara Nazir that the Elisha Shevra Kenny killed him with a peg. So he wanted to know, he understands why there's no sword, what happened to the good old kitchen knife? What's, uh, what's wrong with that? So the same two Mahalchem he had will fit into this, uh, the one you brought up about being caught if he wakes up, holding a kitchen knife, one of those long ones like that. You know, you could have more of an alibi than a sword. You say, oh, just on the way to the dining room, just like on the table. But it's not as clean a coverage as a tent peg. Although I'm still wondering, do you ever pitch a tent with tent pegs? It's hard work. I don't know women... I think it might be more plausible for a lady to be holding a kitchen knife than a tent peg. My wife does all the tent pegs. The tent pegs? She goes in the, she's in charge in the backyard and driving them in with a hammer. It's hard work. Okay. I'm serious. Uh, Why? I'm serious. you have a tent in your backyard? Yeah, I'm going to go camping. Okay. You must have dived well. Among her many other milers. Uh, it's hard work. <laughs> it's not so, and the Boy Scouts have to work hard at it. So I, I don't know, I, I would think maybe a sword, is, uh, uh, a kitchen knife is better. Uh, Ramesh's shot is that she saw Bader Nase, he was fast asleep and he wasn't waking up. And if that's the case, then you don't have to take any risks when you're trying to kill an enemy of the Eden, but if she was convinced he wasn't waking up, a kitchen knife is still closer to a sword than a tent peg is. So, you, why? Strangle him is the worst. You, Baruch Hashem, you obviously never strangle anybody. That's very obvious. Uh, what? <laughs> strangle him long enough. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's not gonna not gonna work. Uh, so again, once your Ramesh's whole mahalach is once you have the luxury, so don't go near anything that looks like a shaykhas to a blade, and a tent peg is no one's gonna confuse a tent peg with any item of war, any uh, weapon, a long knife uh, could be a weapon. So those are the uh, two mahacham that fit in to answer that question as well. Uh, the second item, um, somebody brought me an interesting question answer from a, a Truva website, I assume, no? Uh, the Yosemite website, I think that was that the, uh, I think he showed it to me. Um, somebody wrote, Dear Rabbi, she's going out with somebody and he has a ponytail and he wants to know if it's... Um, Strictly prohibited. So it's well written. Uh, it's a same issue. That's clearly in his derisive ponytails, or like ripped up uh, jeans and all the other things that go together with the hippies and everything else. And it's copying the guy. Uh, Jews don't have such a thing. Going back to the Romans, the Greeks, Dovot Amalek's uh, green berets, they, the Gemara describes them. Look, you want to look like Goyim, that, that chups, ponytails. He mentions Apikabala, hair, long hair in general, and certainly long hair in the back. Klippus, uh, it's not good for your rookies. Attach yourself, uh, the Klippus attach themselves to hair, um, which is like an Apsaka but it's certainly a disadvantage. And the Tvilin issue, which we had during Achuk Shir, the debate, uh, Nazir wore Tvilin, how did he wear Tvilin, and uh, what was that to over there, and is there a heter? The, the Mishapura brings down, it's a problem with the Chup. Uh, the trip is in the front, usually ponytails in the back, but that's a problem with the cash moving around. And of course, Akulam, Losobish. The uh, ponytails come from the Nashim Sitkanius, who 
are allowed to have ponytails. Um, the, the monk of Avram, if you still go, I guess, to Mayor Sharm or maybe a place in Monroe, you'll see single girls with braids that came from Monk of Avram that says they don't have to cover their hair, but it has to be very contained. And the braids was a theme of that. That's, that's that minig comes from. And so today it's uh, more contained. It's considered pretis to have it wild and all over the place. And for younger girls, a ponytail, and then they become all sorts of the shiny scrunchies, and also, I don't know, do you have, I, I forgot all the words already, but they have different madragas of different, uh, something you should have some handle, I don't know, I'm still not, uh, you're, you le- you're learning while well, you don't, don't get, get involved, just smart, <laughs> okay. So, um, so the La Silbush is, uh, is still a serious sister in the fact that there are a lot of men doing it. If those are the types of doing it because the the style was copied, then that's going to be an issue. I thought it was written well, though, from the Kirov standpoint. If somebody's holding by a ponytail, it usually means there are a lot of other things that have to fix up in their re-entry and their becoming from. When they finish with the things they have to do to actually understand the halachic system, they're going to get rid of the ponytail anyway. So he treads very carefully. Right? You, you read this before you handed it to me. I said, no, this is your article. No? You don't remember? You didn't give this to me? It wasn't you? Oh, boy. You handed me, gave it to me yesterday, I think. No, it wasn't you? Somebody <coughs> else? Somebody just said, uh, okay, somebody says no gay to the Shia when it was you. So um, he treads very carefully because it's obvious that they're both growing. And oh, it might have been. I didn't read it. Oh, you didn't read it. You just saw something about ponytails. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> this, is, this is what he was saying. So uh, rightfully so. He treads very carefully. He understood that if a guy is still holding by a ponytail, He's probably missing a lot of other aspects of a firm lifestyle, and when he solves those, then the ponytail is going to get very uncomfortable and he's going to want to cut it off. So it was handled, it was written well and handled correctly, but those are, it is a chukosayim, it's a lozobish issue, and there's in Yanamapikabola and all sorts of issues, but uh, there are other issues that they're trying to work on, obviously. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, the third item we were discussing last week, uh, the the main, no, I can't call it the main issue, but the highlighted issue of bearing arms and going to Muhammad. And Dover uh, Bitoy, matter of fact, I forgot to mention, you uh, had, had mentioned me at the tail end of the Nichush, the last few days we spent on the Rav Desla, it was Rav Desla's Yerzeit, the, the day we were ending the last piece, which is not, not Nichush, but not coincidental either. Uh, so, um, sure enough, I, I couldn't have planned this article you brought me about the... Um, uh, it's just fascinating that it happened to come up. They weren't writing articles all these months, right? It just happened to come up when we started the sugi. Um, so one of the many things they mentioned, which I just want to show you is a parish of Ramam, besides the preachers and the Loyobush, lo, lo which, again, for a guy, for the American army, is not a problem. The Israeli army is a huge problem. Um, besides the inherent risks of not being able to carry the load literally and figuratively and the disadvantages in uh, muscle, physique, and combat and all the other things that everybody keeps talking about, the Ramam has a very fascinating discussion in Hilchus Malachim. The title of Hilchus Malachim is Hilchus Malachim and Mulchamas, which means pointing kings, fighting wars, kings supposed to fight wars, and the rules of engagement. Mulchamas uh, means how to fight wars at the Alachim. The time when we were guaranteed to win, we asked the Umatumim and we had the luxury of following everything when it's defensive in battle. A lot of the dinim don't apply, but this does. And the Rambam begins discussing the Petur of Ish Hayori Varacha 
which by Mohammed Zashus is certainly looking to send people home to the extent that we have all sorts of categories that if you were too embarrassed to leave, you fit under, if you want to fit under a category and you learn Chumash, just plant a vineyard and build a house. And there are many paterm, and then everybody just leaves. It's a way of weeding out the Yari Arach Levav. That's by Mohammed Zashus. By Mohammed's mitzvah or defensive, it's not a good idea to have Ish Rach Yari Levav in the battlefront anyway, as the Ramah will describe. Muhammad doesn't have the ability physically, emotionally, mentally to stand up to Kishrei Muhammad. And women are very good at many things, often superior to men. Uh, the studies they have done thus far all indicate that besides the physical aspects that are lacking, it's the, the emotional uh, makeup is not for uh, foxholes by and large. And the Ram says, but after you're in and you didn't go home and you didn't have a tour, so then just throw yourself into it, block everything out, which he's going to expand on right now, and rely on a Kosh Baruch Hu, you're fighting Muhammad Hashem. Don't think of anything else. Certainly don't think of your wife and kids. Don't think of any family members. It's going to get you all distracted and for tumult. Forget about everything. And the Ramab says, besides sage advice, he says it's a serious history. If you start getting yourself distracted by thinking about these things, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. It doesn't mean don't be afraid. It's natural to be afraid. It means don't start thinking about what's at stake because you're going to make yourself more nervous than necessary. If you start running or get nervous, uh, it's going to put Rahman on other people in Sakana. And if you didn't do it, So the worst thing, besides all the other disadvantage of having people in your unit who can't do what everybody's supposed to be doing and you have to help them rather than fight the war, it's lacholapachus to the biggest law of love, it's distracting which is what they're noticing. So how can you concentrate on fighting a battle if there's somebody of the opposite gender uh, within two feet or two inches, you can't possibly fight as well. And the Ramam says, and it's a derisa to even think of your own wife and kids because it might distract you and it might take away from 5% of your, conversa- of your concentration and 5% in, when bullets are flying, Rahman is quite dangerous. So kosher came in a situation like this, and the fact that, unfortunately, in the secular society, and it's just all they're trying to integrate these Western values to show they're more Western than Westerners, and it's, uh, it's dangerous from the Britzes, from the Siatashmaya, from Rahman's not driving away the Shechina, and it's dangerous uh, from this point of the Ram on the aspect of not being able to concentrate. So it's kind of push it, but what's push it to... Anybody who learns the Gemaras and the Ramams or Chumash is unfortunately uh, not pressure to the people who are uh, trying to change things. Yes? She didn't even want to go. She told her husband, you don't need me there. So, and he said, no, I had a wonderful marriage. I'd like you there for moral support. 
Yerunavia, and good to have Tzitkaniyas um, together. She wasn't on the battlefield, she was in the tent, watching with her binoculars. She wasn't she standing was, there with the, I assure you, when the Pusik describes, you just had this, when they charged down the mountain, she wasn't in that charge. Yeah, that's... But it seems like she's, she, she is something, you don't, you don't want to give credit, you don't want people to think of a woman, a woman. That's what she told him, he says, why do you want, especially, according to the Chazal, that it was her husband, he says, why do, I don't want any credit, I'm not looking for credit, and you should take the credit, you're a giver, which he was, and go fight, I'll dive in over here, I'll take the him over here. And he said, no, I want, uh, want the Tzitkus uh, closer to the action. But that was the whole... That was one lady, and she, sure, she was in the tent as Yol Eshes Chavarakeni was. So the battle was uh, won by uh, Barak as a Kashbarach Shliach and his army, and it was fought with the uh, tremendous help of two Noshim in the oil, Gevara and uh, Yol. But she wasn't standing there, and there was not, you know, they were charging down the mountain. She, she wasn't with them. She wasn't holding the flag. I don't even think she was selling the flag. Mahavdalal Fadals between Betsy and. Uh, and uh, this, yes. It also seems that the women, the and Yao, kept their cool on the very tense sort of affairs. They weren't in the front line shooting. Well, Yao, 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 Yao kept, Yao yes, that, that was right. And that was why these are the only two examples you'll find in all of Tanakh. That's what I'm saying. There are women who can outperform men in battle. But all the articles being written are that it's usually not the case and you have to go with the normal realities, not what you're trying to. Why? That's why Shadavka used the paper. She, and she used the paper. She didn't want anybody bringing examples of her uh, marksmanship and using her shotgun. Uh, for, besides the Allah reason, she wasn't interested in this whole thing. The whole thing was extremely unconventional, as in, like, to be Mazana with somebody to get him. The whole thing, her, Esther, uh, you know, you this, uh, how many, exa- three examples in all of history? So, uh, yes, there were, uh, there were people who were able to do it. That was a tremendous nascent Yadishmaya, but that's not the norm. I'm saying this Rambam is so basic because you can't even think about your wife. You can't even think about your kids. You can't even think about anything. You have to just focus. We don't need more distractions. That's the... Uh... Okay, let's go back to the Rashba. The Rashba told us a very interesting aside. We have yet to see whether we pass like this Rashba, but we said one shot in the Rashba, which was on page three. Rashba was asked uh, if men start uh, removing hair and doing tikkun isha, does that make it mutter? And the Rashba quoted Gainim, who said it was. We saw the Ran who said it was with Rise in the Gemara, and he feels it's incorrect. And he says as far as something to the effect like Shaliyechaita Nisker. The Shaim changed the meaning to start being over the Isha, we should follow them. So it sounded to me that the Rashba was saying that we shouldn't let them get away with this. We'll see now in the Avnanezer we start introducing, he's going to read something much deeper into the Rashba and use it in a, quite an incredible way. And it means he assumes he passed like the Rashba, and his reason in the Rashba will make a big difference. Uh, let's see page four, Simon Kuv Gimel. We began to introduce this by pointing out that there's not an attack on any Svartish Aminig that uh, might have in Shul where they don't call up the people by their name and they just say, Yamod, Bikavot, Kayim, Levi, which. Some Sephardim do, some Sephardim don't. The Ashkenazic Minig, uh, for a long, long time, is that they call up people by name. And the Shaila here, the Avnanezer, was, is there anything wrong with changing the Minig and just calling them up? And where would such a Shaila come from? What are you trying to do? Save time? We, we, we do that. We cut out the Mishaberahs. Uh, not saying somebody's name is not going to save too much time. Why would somebody want to do it? The answer is the masculine were changing everything, coming to Poland, 
And whatever they could change, large or small, if they're looking to change, stomp the change to just wipe away the uh, whole Maseri Rachmal Litzlan. So let's start with me in the Tshuva again. Medavar, Ashechadashim, Ikarabo, Chafetzim, Lashanaz, Minig, Avasein, Lahafer, Chayk, Milikra, Bishem, Lailitar, Rak, Yamad, Kain, Yamad, Levi, Vichulu. And is it bad? Is it so bad? Can we listen to them? This is obviously a from person asking, because who else would ask the Avnezer or Shaila? The masculine weren't asking the Shaila. So they're asking, in innocence, is like, where is this coming from? Is it bad? What's, uh, what's to be done? Should we start a machlekes about it? Never get to start a machlekes unless you have to uphold the Messiah. Ashivenu ki chalila v'chalila l'hafer ha-minig. That's two chalilas. He says, Rahman l'san, you shouldn't change this minig or any other minig. B'kriya sefer ter b'shem asasher and higu v'gavlu b'shenim. Hine, next paragraph. Rashi pirish b'ha d'araksa d'masana. Famous example, Yahavayavra applies to the Gimel HaMuraz, then applies to any lesesees in front of ten, ten Jews, if he's doing it to make them violate the din, not lanos atzmoy. And then B'Shas Hashmad, when they're trying to erase the religion, it applies to all the races, all the Rabbanans, and even changing a minute like shoelaces, where the Jews had conservative black and gray, and the Gaim had red, and even asking them to change shoelaces would be Yahavayavra. Shaina mitzvah rachminik ba'al malfa pikei ma'acher shekavanasa lavra al das yahar vayaver v'zebar. He says the context of the tshuva and the avnezer, what was going on in Europe? Zebar shachavetzam l'shana says minik hakriya lebemerit amal chalila yasazayis. He says the ones that are asking now don't know any better. They're not trying to necessarily change things. They just heard it as a minik. Like why do we gotta have the gabai get the names and a whole card, index cards, the whole thing? Just uh, turn around, ask if anybody's a kain, and say yamad kain. Is there anything wrong with that? So he said, even though I'm not accusing the people asking of any nefarious intent, he says, if you ask them, like, what does it bother you? Like, why would they want to change it? Somebody brought it up, so they're asking. Where this is coming from is, they don't have a problem with the minig. They just saw that some more modern people who were already found the masculine in Germany, which is where it all started, happened to be, uh, we're doing it, so they want to know. Oh, that's an interesting minute. Well, it looks uh, like it's time for a change. Why not? Now, so where the people in Ashkenaz get it from? That's Germany. That came straight from the Maskilim, and they just little by little were trying to uproot the entire religion. They started with the organ, they started with this change, that change, taking out your comportment. And Saif Maisa Mashavatrila, they wanted to change the entire religion, which ultimately they did, the Avnanezer points out, already at that time. And look already now, decades in, what damage was done. And look sadly, who were the children or where are the children and grandchildren of the Mashanim, those that made the changes? At that time already, most of them weren't from, and a lot of them weren't Jewish. Now, most of them aren't Jewish. He says, you have to know, even though it looks like a small thing, like, what difference does it make? First of all, is the reason for the meaning, which we'll get to in a moment. Second of all, if it's Shas Hashmad, which he labeled the entire Reform Ascala movement, so that already needs the pushback that we can't move one iota, as the Chassam Sefer's battle cry of Chadash Hagam Kiata Ba'ashkenaz Even though by now, already, it's a couple generations in, it's, they're already like a Tinish and Ishba, they... Themselves are doing it because they're already yarshin div. They'll listen to this line. Listen to how he uses this rashba. Afapikan, even though they don't mean 
anything evil by it necessarily. Unbelievable. He quotes our Rashba in Los Silvish. Belav, next page. Page five, top line, de la Sobesh Gever, de Marishan also Vizdamas Lanoshim. If the original people who changed it did it because they were copying Tikuna Isha, after Bamachrov Ainabaskavan and Rakli Hizdamas they love, even though the other men that are doing it afterwards only doing it because men started doing it, may come and come kulomni dining api kavan harishan. That's an unbelievable line. That means telling us two things. Telling us he feels that you're passing like this Rashba, I will show you as we continue. Pashas, if we don't pass like this Rashba, we pass like the other Rishon Magainim. He says we should. Since the Pashas pass like the Rashba, he says Pshat the Rashba is not just as I thought the words would suggest that they can't let him get away with this, which the Rashba did say. He's saying it's deeper than that. It's that if the original Kavana was wrong and it was an Averis, anybody copying that Kavana will be lashing onto the same Kavana, and therefore it's the same Isser. That's a much bigger Chiddush. But he says this like Derek Agav. Is anybody doing this now? Even though they don't mean so. Such evil and such uh, a destruction it doesn't make a difference. They're just copying the original people. The original people did have this cover on their mind. Yes. 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 The hookah's game is worse always because if lamaisa, it still looks prost or any of the other gedarim. What makes hookah's game? It's going to be elsewhere anyway. Even if they don't have to latch onto the cover, they're just doing it. So if they're wearing this pizza sticker thing or the ripped up dungarees or their uh, uh, ponytails, it's going to be hookah's because it still looks like a gali shazah. You don't have to come on to this. Here he's saying that all the men are doing it already, but the original ones did it incorrectly against the din, so now we're latching on to their kavana. So I find that fascinating. So he's assuming the door possibly possibly the Rashba, and he's giving us an insight into what he thinks the Rashba meant. All the reform in the Maskim, they just wanted to change Ben-Hagim. They don't care what the Rashba, just change it. And their, their intent was to uproot everything. Which for themselves they ultimately did, unfortunately. Shuv gamabam les damas la chadashim idane gamkein kiilu haisek avrasam lava adas afilu araksan basani yarvayaver. And he holds now that he doesn't have to change. It's yarvayaver. Umearoi shetedu ki minagi yisrael lo altol nesyastu. And step number two, he says, you want to know, not that it makes a difference, because still yarvayaver if you don't know, but you want to know these minhagim weren't made up, and there's a reason for them. Whatever the reason is, the Sfarim didn't have the minig, but the Ashkenazim, half the Jewish world had the minig, and there's a good reason. They're very deep in Yanam Api Kabbalah, why the name should be mentioned, and Api Nigla, not going into the Kabbalah, he says, those who know the deep reasons know them. He says, it happens to be Api Alacha, it's a very important Nakuda. And that is, Don't forget, certainly in Germany, Western Europe, and even in Eastern Europe, Yidin stopped using their Yiddish names. We spoke about this at length in the Kukah Sam Shir as well. And Ramesha says, it's not also, Loshinu Shamam was only them, it's Kedemam Terra. Lamaisa, they were doing it, and everybody was Siegfried um, or um, Irving in America, whatever the case may be, and if they don't get called to the Torah with their Yiddish name, the name's never going to be used. Now we're going to have a problem for Gittin and for Ksuba because it's going to be a shame shenishtakech, and the shame is not going to have take if I'll be din. So in Ksuba, we're not machmer to say Irving de Mascaria, Harry de Mascaria, Chaim de Mascaria, because it's only a Ksuba. Yeah, we want to get it right, but we're not as machbid. 
would have to be as Makbed because first of all, Yiddish names made a tremendous comeback in the last generation. And second of all, we do call people to the Terry with their names. The name is marked once in a while. By a get, it's a very scary thing. You get it wrong, and the get's puzzle, or you have mom's arm, and we try to cover it. The Miscaria, the Miscaria, and his nickname is the other nickname. But that's dangerous if they start using a name that's completely not used, as he points out. And I've been called up once in a while to use that name. Get creases. Yeah, so if you daven shar shemayim and there is no mishaberach, so then uh, you better be called up for regular aliyah. And we called up the sfarim by their names also, by the way. I don't think they said hey you, right? They called you up by your name. So hagam shein lahar al Avner is so, despite the shtarkai of this tshuva, he's so careful not to um, step on anybody's toes if needlessly. He said, I'm not saying the Gittin uh, with the, these names are possible because they weren't called up. If they made this change, it might be rude to be Mekel, Agamshen, Laharal, Agitin, Anasumba, Mekhemis, Ashkenash, and Higukain. There were Orthodox communities, not talking about Reformed communities. The Orthodox communities in Germany, apparently, who were already not calling up by names. So he just said, that's the Chashash Mamzerus on a get. He says, look, Halach Lamaisa, there might be rude to be Mekel, but you're creating a dangerous Shiloh besides all the other in Yanam Alpinister. That they're not being Makayim. But he is saying, Gamshain Lahir al Gitna Sin Makaimas Ashkenash and Higu Kain, Keshlamar Heta Bidiavedavo Khalila the Khalila Lasis Kain Khathila. Therefore, he concludes, Atta Imulachem Ami, reach out to them. They they don't know how bad this suggestion is. Reach out to them, Kirlama Shalom, do it in a friendly way. The Baalahama Mikhta Berhate explain to them, my Juva explain to them. But the problem is and try to do it softly because that way there's a chance they might listen. You have to say it uh, to the family members, to the wife. Primarily, it's a even though it's Arab Shabbos and it's running late and you got to do it but you still got to say it uh, soft enough, firm enough and soft enough that it Gets done, but it doesn't ruffle feathers more than necessary. And certainly, when you're talking to a rabbim and they feel if they made the change, that some people made the change, the strength of numbers, you've got to be extra careful. And remind them there's no advantage of not using it. Why change the meaning? Unless you're trying to copy the machachim. The original intent was only and therefore, again, talking to from people, explain to them, why should you do this? Why should you join this camp who got it from the other camp? And they certainly were doing it for Merida purposes. So, that's the tshuva, but his Derech Agav, besides the fascinating backdrop, you see his limit in the Rashba, and he seems to be some of the we should hold like this Rashba. Now, as I mentioned to you before, Vajir Seif, which will try to get a shot in a rush, but they might limit it to the Havarasea, which we'll get to later. But first I want to show you in Shulchan Aruch, where it's mashma, that it's mutalagamri like the other Rishayinim. Go to the next page. Page 6, which is a Prisha at the bottom. The Prisha discusses if a change is made and that change makes it mutter, who's allowed to make that change? Which is the Shaila we're dealing with. The Rashba says, if they did a Be'eser, certainly if they're Yidin, we shouldn't follow them. 
So the Prisha sort of avoids that, and he said, well, there are two options over here that might make it mutter. Either it's done by Goyim, and they had no Yisrael Osilbush, or it's done by a Rabbim at once for a practical reason, like I mentioned, maybe to shave, because they had a, a lice issue with rashes and heat and different communities. They did for reason, in which case we mutter, and those are two other options even within the Rashba. Take a look at Sitkat and Hay, and the Prisha toward the bottom, not page six. Makam Shemavir and Aseir Anashim, it's mutter nearer the Ratzalaymar. It's Mamish trying to answer this Kasha. Who changed it? So he's assuming, sounds like, the Rashba, that, well, if somebody changed the Bissim, maybe we shouldn't be Makel. So he says, Near the Ratzalamar Nashim Goyim, Kim the Nog Nog. Goyim did it, they had no Isser. But Lamedim, they minigal Goyim, that's one option. Gam Yesh Lamar, Dai Yisrael, Karma, Dech, the Nigo again, Kulam Yachad, which means there was a massive change all of a sudden, so we assume the whole community is not doing the wrong thing. So there was a practical reason why it was Mutter, and therefore, Emelchem Yadam, we let it go through. That's the um, the two possibilities. That's what I'm saying. Yachad is one scoofer. All of a sudden, yeah. right. So I, that's why I'm, I'm just guessing historically that Varaseya was done possibly as a practical thing. There was an outbreak of Kinnim and they, or they, they had constant pogroms. They thrown out of countries. They moved to a warmer climate. All of a sudden, all community said, okay, over here, this is the mini again. We see it's for practical reasons and therefore it's okay. But he's trying, to, he's struggling with the same thing the Rashi was struggling with. says, Mihu who they made this change over here. We're just going to just uh, turn around and just say, let them get away with it and just say, that's fine. So the Ran seems to say, doesn't really do it. He just says, if the many change, it changed. The Rashi doesn't like it, and the Prisha sounds like he's trying to get around that as well. We'll see him at Hashem tomorrow that it leans more to the other Rishayim that it's a hook about Kuk, Mutu Legamre. Mitzvah Shem will pick that up tomorrow.